welcome to Date Night. I'm Will. And I'm Amy. And we've been married for 13 years. 13 long years. Yeah, and after all those long years, we felt like we needed some adventure in our marriage. So every couple of weeks, we send our kids out of the house to the sitter's house. And we go upstairs to the playroom. Yep, and we clear off the table. And we explore a whole new world together. Just the two of us. And me, your best buddy and longest role-playing companion. Yep, and Mike. And me, your favoritest nephew. And our nephew. Your favoritest nephew. Our favoritest nephew, Sam. And, of course, a mysterious force from beyond the veil, also known as your half-niece-in-law, Yvette. Yeah, and our whatever Eva is to us. (laughs) (laughs) And we play... Dungeons and Dragons. Red circle has been pressed. Not square, not octagon. The red circle has been pressed. Okay. It is now a white circle. So you were just in the middle of talking to this tiefling who asked if you would help him go to the shrine, and he's awaiting your decision. Can I do that check, like if he's good or... Insight? You can use insight to see if you think he's being honest. Sure, I'm proficient. Okay, roll your d20. 14. You look at him and you say you think he's probably at least somewhat trustworthy, like you don't know much about tieflings, but it does, when he says... I will let you have your freedom, I promise. You sim- seem to think that that was, he was being truthful. Honest. Yeah. Well, lass, I think we should go. <laughs> yes. Prepare All right, this is, this, is, this is the intro, then. All right. As, <laughs> wait, go, 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 ahead and, go ahead and make the decision. Do you guys want to, do you want to go with them or not go with them? Sure. He seems trustworthy. I think we should go ahead. Okay. Get us out of this place. I'm squishy. So he hands the guard <laughs> some gold and their gear, he says, and they give you your bags back. And he starts walking you toward the inn. So we just had our extra players show up. This is Sam and Eva, who Hi. are going to be hey often, often joining us late. They're going to be jumping into the game whenever they get here. So, are you guys ready to jump in? Yeah. All right, so... Sorry, I wasn't ready for the accent. (laughs) Kira (laughs) and Dern, uh, these are the characters, are walking behind this old man uh, tiefling who we haven't found out the name of yet because everybody is very rude and don't ask people's names. And out of a small (laughs) rift... A little rift. ...in the fabric of space and time comes a gnome um, wearing... Very, um, I don't know, are they effeminate robes or are they like masculine robes? They're the sexiest freaking robes you've ever seen. Well, I don't know about that, but he's wearing robes. Well, no, what I'm I'm saying is that they're kind of tattered and there's like little rips like where the nipples go. (laughs) That's not by choice. It just so happened, like, I I suppose traveling through the dimension, it just... It does sometimes. It's hot. Yeah. Or maybe cold. (laughs) My nipples are like razor Hot sharp first, right now then yeah, cold. Because it, was so really cold. it was really cold this time um, I don't know much about chafing. what this gnome looks like Other than I know his beard encircles his round moonish face 
but it doesn't grow on the front at all. It's just, it's just really along the, the sides. Yeah. And his legs are, like, extremely short and cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to describe at all what you look like coming out of this rift? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's happening is I kind of go through it backwards. Okay. <laughs> so, like, the first thing we see is... A tiny little notebook. <laughs> yeah. It's a very bubble butt. Okay. It, it, it's a bubble butt, yeah. I'm wearing khakis <laughs> under Hi, my Jake. robes. Let's, let's keep it fantasy. They're fantasy khakis. They're fantasy khakis, excuse me. <laughs> Is your name Jake from State Farm? No, I have forgotten my name. <laughs> well, my English name. I only know my gnomish name right now, okay. and it's just... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great when I'm trying to track initiative. You're, uh-huh. you're, instead of a letter, you're going to have a question mark. Why at the do you exact, have to make everything difficult? At the exact same time, though, very close to where this very, very small rift in a dimension opens, a really large, much larger rift opens. And I'd like the two, Kira and Dern, to roll a perception check for this. I guess I could roll one for the blind tiefling as well. <laughs> 17. That's enough to that you smell like a, a bough of leaves like that's blowing through on the breeze that comes out of this dimension. And then a really imposing half-orc woman um, with a lot of confidence comes out of this particular rift in space. And I don't have any idea what you've described yourself Whoa, as. Whoa! I totally have a character voice and a name because I oh. did all my homework. <laughs> um, <coughs> my character, I think uh, Aaron is a good name. I'm okay. going to go with that. Is that your fourth name? Yeah, that is the fourth <laughs> name I've chosen because I kept randomly choosing names that looked and sounded exactly like Kira. So, yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. At least none of our names start with the same letter. Hopefully we won't get too confused. So um, I think the, the main thing to keep in mind for Aaron, a half-orc, is that she's quite large. Uh, she's a barbarian. And you can tell looking at her that her stuff is like expensive, but it's not nice. Okay. Um, probably like... Like stuff you get at Pier 1. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy Pier 1. Fantasy Pier 1 is her jam. And, uh, I feel like she has a lot of hair, like... Pure Roman. Not like like body hair, though. I guess (laughs) it could be body hair, too, but, like, just very thick... Big hair. So control yourself. No. <laughs> Dern. <laughs> Dern the door. Can you can you describe like what yeah, I yeah, see? Yeah. Once, yeah, I, yeah, once yeah. I turn around, as you guys come out of this portal, first Sam and I don't. I'm not going to pronounce your name. Sam, oh, it's okay. Just tell me. Mark. Like, can you, I look around and I see? Okay. Well, first, like you don't remember where you've been. Mm-hmm. You remember the last thing you. Uh, we're doing was like you needed a beaver pelt for some reason. You don't even really remember why, um, but you were like a whole lot younger. Like that was maybe years and years ago. Um, but as you come out of the portal, wait, how does he know that he was younger? Is that like, is it like a Freaky Friday situation where he like sees his hands and he's like, yeah, as he comes out of the portal, like he feels aches and pains in like many more places than he's used to. He just feels older. And when you come out, 
you see basically you're in a place called uh, Slaver's Bay. So really nice digs. Like there's, <laughs> I described this earlier, but there's like all different hovels and huts everywhere from all kinds of races. Hovels, my favorite. <laughs> it's gonna take me a minute to get my character voice. Yeah. What do you need, paper? Are you guys passing notes? Yeah, of no, course. I just needed a piece of paper. No, don't pass notes. It's I a podcast. I cannot emphasize enough how <laughs> underprepared I am. So, basically, you see that there's not too many people who you can see from where you are, but uh, there's an old man tiefling who looks kind of hellboyish, mm-hmm. I guess, um, but he's more like purpley. Okay. And he's uh, walking Star-y. with Kira, who you can describe yourself, Kira, to them. I am a half-elf, kind of tawny-type colored, and I lived in trees. And Dern... Four-foot dwarf, mountain dwarf, with uh, red hair, pale skin. Um, and they're being led toward one of the larger <laughs> buildings in town, which happens to be called the Slaver's Inn. It's got a, a sign there. I don't know how many of you can read it. It's in Orkish, um, so I'm sure Eva can read it. Yeah, boy! Um, (laughs) Eva, you remember being a kid um, is, like, your last thing, but you know that it's, like, a distant memory, um, but the rest in between is kind of blank. You do remember that as a child, and we talked about your backstory, you were the daughter of a proud orc chieftain. Uh, You wanted for nothing... And you were trained in combat, but you were kind of miserable at court. Like, you weren't good with your manners and things like that, even so far as an orc goes, which is hard to uh, <laughs> to not m- match up to the decorum of orcs, but you didn't. Um, this world that both of you have entered, you think feels different to you than anything that you can recall. Like, it's wild in some new ways that you can't identify, but in other ways, it seems like it's less deeply woven together. And Sam, when you reach out, the magic that you can usually feel, like that you would cast like innately, doesn't seem to be there anymore. Um, it's d- difficult to channel that magic in like a way you can't put your finger on. Okay, so like you were more probably more experienced as a caster. Um, but here it doesn't seem like you have that. It's like you have to start over. It's like I'm level one or something. Yeah, it's like you're level one. So that's it. You've stepped out of this portal, and you are now in front, or you're now all together. You, uh, Dern and Kira, have seen this. The tiefling hasn't. He's blind. But he's standing there next to you um, when this Is he also deaf? No, he, well, he can definitely hear you. But yeah, Arn's definitely making of, some noise. He's heard plenty of people in the streets, though, so he doesn't really have any reason to address you. But the you know the other two who saw you come out of the portals, and they're the only ones who saw you come out of the portal, um, may want to introduce each other or wonder you know where these people came from. Atalanta's wispy whiskers. What was that? <laughs> There's no way I can measure up to that. It's <laughs> pretty good. Um, you tell me! <laughs> what? Who are you? I am... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying I hope we don't meet too many people. <laughs> That's a big voice for a tiny little himself. man. <laughs> well, I'm not really a man, per se. I'm a gnome! <laughs> I... I take off my hat. 
I'm a gnome! <laughs> I can see that. Well, if I look down far enough, I can. Hi! <laughs> 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 that was appropriately awkward for not being the chorus. All right, so that being said, the old man says, Who are these newcomers that I've heard? Wait, I, no, I, I can feel you opening your mouth, even though my eyes were closed. I caught your name, Nomi. What about, what about the woman? I am Arin, daughter of Bloodfang, and you will treat me with respect. It's really nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, uh, my name is Freeman Thornstorm, and I have just freed these two from slavery. Of course, they also have a task to do for me, so I've kind of changed their slavery, I guess. I own them, is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. So my name may be a little ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, well, that took a turn. I'm old. I'm going to bed because it's four. I'm going to sleep in the inn. I will be back for you two and maybe you two at dawn when we leave for the shrine. So now where um, do we go? He hands you a couple of uh, two gold coins um, and says, You can sleep in the inn tonight. If you'd like. I snatch those gold coins. All right, roll a sleight of hand check, please. Again, this is the blind guy. <laughs> no. What is he saying? <laughs> okay, you're at advantage. That's a two. You can re-roll. <laughs> you're, you're at advantage. You can roll twice. That's a one. He's so All right, so the old man says... No, no, me, and I'm not calling you by your name. You may not have the gold coins because I don't own you. And he hands one gold coin to Dern and the other gold coin to Kira, and he says, I'm watching... Uh, old habit. <laughs> I'll have my eye on... Forget it, I'm going to bed, he says. And he goes off into the inn. So now you have a little bit of gold and one gold apiece. Did you guys come in? I guess you, you were supposed to spend most of your gold, but did you I come in with five. any? I'm going to say that. assume that I have all of the appropriate items for me to have and okay. very little gold. Well, for you, it's okay if you have some gold since you weren't in slavery where the gold have, would have all been taken away. So I guess How do we know that? We don't remember anything. That's right. You don't oh, know no, wait. I just checked. Jingle, jingle. I'm not poor. So... What, I what, try and snatch it. What would you do now? <laughs> Things have ground to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of happens when I people I wonder just show up. whose fault that could be. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> so what would you like to do now? It's uh, getting... It's four o'clock. I've established that. That's canon because he went to bed. Freeman went to bed. Um, Slave man. What would you like to do? You have until dawn, but you're in a kind of non-friendly place. Um, Slaver's Bay. Would one of you peasants care to explain what's happening here? I just want to take a shower. (laughs) (laughs) One of those medieval fantasy showers that are so popular. Okay, I want to find a stream someplace and wash the stench of the ship and the pits away. Ship with a p- <laughs> ship, ship and pits. <laughs> My like pits like a pit? Did you go? Okay, fighting pits. Yeah, they were. Oh, not like your 
but those like to armpits. Can you, can you explain to them like what's go, who you are or what, what what you're talking about with the pits? Like they don't know any of that stuff. So if you want to, you can, or you can use your gold and go get a room in the inn and get ready for the morning. We were in fighting pits and we just killed Kaylee. Cool. <laughs> Do you have a speech impediment? No, Scaly did. Ah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Rest in peace. Pieces. Well, more of a fine goo, really. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's this is not fun. To you guys. My, my NPC I'm went to bed. I'm walking off to the inn and looking for some water that's heated so I can clean myself because I'm tired of smelling. Okay. Like I'm going to follow her, like, going, hey... Hey, what's going on? What's your name again? How old are you? Where are you from? Oh, shut up. Okay, with that, I'm going to do like a, a cinematic wipe, and the two of you are doing that while Kira's trying to get a room. Oren, is it? Aaron. Aaron is <laughs> following <laughs> Kira around, and Kira, you're able to secure a room with a bath and all that. Yay! What are Dern and uh, Nomi doing? I'm digging a hole. Okay. <laughs> and Dern? Do I find any gold? No. <laughs> I think I would need to roll an roll. investigation check. <laughs> roll, roll a d20. That's a that's a nine. Okay. Yep. You hit a rock with your shovel, and now it's dented. <laughs> now you're at disadvantage on all future digging tasks. I, oh, I was using my fingers because I do not have a shovel in my inventory. Okay, you've dented your fingers. <laughs> 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 um, I'm gonna roll damage. <laughs> You're taking three damage. Oh, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, Does damage. anyone know any healing spells? Alright, laddie, but I'm not wasting them on you. <laughs> so, uh, in the end, for your one gold, you can have your room and food and a bath. And when the morning comes... Can I crash with you? <laughs> I take the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and do a long rest. So everybody's going to be at full health and everything. I wake up in the middle of the night. <laughs> and okay. I, and I say, Penelope! <gasps> oh? Which is my name. Okay, you remembered it. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Date Night. We just wanted to take this moment to say, you probably heard, but some of us have colds. We recorded a lot of these back to back, and I've edited out what I could, but there will still be sniffs and coughs that I cannot cut out without making very obvious cuts or removing entire words or phrases. So I've done what I could, but please forgive us as we try to get over these colds. We'll get better eventually. Uh, this episode, we also introduce the dimensional portals. All of the players for Date Night have pretty hectic real-life schedules, including things like jobs and school, and unfortunately other things that aren't uh, D&D. The dimensional portals are a fun way to allow Sam and Eva to be a part of the game when they can. Many sessions, like the one where we first meet them here, they show up to the session late. 
Um, the portals allow them to come and go as they please. But I think as the campaign goes on, solving the mysteries of the portals is actually going to become uh, a central point of the campaign arc. Sam will be back in a couple of episodes, but we won't see Eva again for uh, a few more. Uh, we're hoping they can become a bigger part of the podcast as we all get our schedules squared away. Uh, for now, we need your help to make our show more visible on iTunes. Uh, the best way you could do that is to subscribe to our feed, uh, give the show a five-star rating, and leave a review. You can also get more info about our show on Facebook and Twitter at facebook.com slash d8nightpodcast or at Twitter at d8night podcast. And be sure to share with your friends. So thanks for listening, and let's get back to the action. So in the morning, you find Freeman Thornstorm is outside, and he's just sitting out there waiting for you. When you come out, he kind of notices, even though he can't see, and he says, Okay, uh, we're ready to go. Is is everyone coming? Where where are we going? I, I need to find the shrine so that I can say my last prayer to the raven voice, he says. That seems like a waste of time. Well, I only have so much of it left, so if you have a better idea, other than me praying to, you know, my God before I die, hey, I'd hey, be hey. open to hearing it. Have hey, you heard buddy. of mini-golf? No. But he says, is everyone going? Yeah, I don't have anything better to do. Well, four for the price of two. Lucky me, he says, and he tries to jump up and clap his heels together, and, and he does. Okay, but I'm bouncing out if anything goes bad. You can't, like, tell me what to do. I guess not. Kira, this is a map. He hands you a map of the area. I know we need to follow a path for a while, and then we need to make a choice. But first, do you see the shrine on the map? And he points, but he doesn't point at the map. He just points, like, completely in the wrong direction because he... <laughs> Because you've moved since he handed it to you. But there is a big part on the map that's marked in, like, red letters. It says, Shrine. Do you see the shrine, he says, as he points to his left and you're on his right. (laughs) Yes. Can you get us there? Uh, The map says you need to cut through, like, this valley. And there's a path leading out of town that seems to head in that direction. So you walk through this valley with deep, muddy cliffs on either side. It's too steep to pass going east or west. Are you all right? Deep, muddy cliffs. Yeah. So we're... You're down, like, in almost a stream bed. It's too steep to get out. Passing east or west, you have to basically continue to go straight south to head in that direction. And since we're sort of limited on time, we're going to go ahead and get to this part here. There's a big plant blocking the entire path. It's got a really thick stalk and some vines hanging off of it. Freeman says, It feels like something is blocking our way. This shouldn't be here. And uh, basically there's a big plant there, but that's the only direction you can head unless you turn around and go back. You guys can all roll nature checks if you want to see what you know about this plant. I got an 18. Okay, what has everybody got? 11. I got a 14. I have a 15 and that's a proficient. Off. Okay, so with a 15, 
And uh, what did you have? Eleven. An eleven. You know it's a plant. No, you know it's venomous. This is a venomous plant. Venomous plant. But you're not too worried about it because poison doesn't bother you much. Amy, you know that this plant is called Cimoricus horridicus, and you know that the stalk is virtually impenetrable. Um, Eva, you know that to defeat it, you probably have to attack the vines. Sam, what did you roll? Rolled an 18. You actually know the lullaby that can put this plant to sleep with an 18. But you're going to have to roll a performance check if you'd like to try and do it. Well, first, hold on. First, you have to roll a history check to see if you know the words to the lullaby. Right now, you just know the name of the lullaby, which is... That's it. (laughs) No, that's it. So <laughs> it's a gnomish. I thought that was his name. You can roll a history no, check. Oh. <laughs> I have to keep doing this. <laughs> so roll a history check. That's a six. Okay, you definitely don't know the words. Does he know the tune? Do you know the tune? Are you proficient in performance or instruments or anything? No. Okay. Well, but it, I'm I'm proficient in religion, and I think maybe. This song is a bit religious. You can roll a, a performance check to try and hum this tune if you'd like. That's a four. All right, well, you're going to have to do it. <laughs> and the plant strikes out with its vines in your direction. And we're going to roll initiative. Thirteen. Thirteen. Three. <laughs> Seven. Whose dex is higher between Sam and I have Mike? a dex of, thir- of sixteen. Okay, so Sam's going to go before Dern. Sam, you're up there. <coughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Can I meditate and see if I can come up with the the words? Because it's, it's already canon that I don't really remember everything. Okay. Is that a spell you have? <laughs> No, but I'm I'm saying like can I spend my turn like my action trying to recall trying to recall the the lullaby? Sure. What would you use for that, you think? Would you just try history again? I, I still think religion. I I think I don't I don't know about religion. What's your background Maybe nature again? because it is a I'd say nature know. or um history for that. All right, I'll do history. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely sure that you know it. Uh-huh. Right now, um and the words are Come on and get me, planty. <laughs> you would just right. have this wave wash over you. I remember. I remember. <laughs> I take my robe and I pull it off of my one shoulder and I go, Come on and get me, planty. Okay, and we'll see how that goes when it's the plant's turn. <laughs> but it's Dern's turn right now. <laughs> so this thing's about... 15 feet away from you, it's got four vines kind of sticking out of the ground in front of it, and it's got its big uh, stock. I say we all back up. It's a plant. It's not like it can come after us. (laughs) No, guys, I I really got this one. Just trust me. I don't. (laughs) You're going to back up? I'm going to back up. Okay. Kira, it's to you. I look at tiny little strange Nomi here who is doing very strange things. So how are we supposed to attack this thing again? Sing to it! <laughs> He's pretty sure. <laughs> Kira, you noticed that you couldn't probably kill the stock, that it was impenetrable. 
And Oren knew that the vines were probably the only way to kill it. Oh! Yeah! Go for the vines! Okay. It's a plant that can't go anywhere, so let's pull out my bow and shoot for a vine. Okay. 16 plus 4. 20. Yep, that'll hit. 8. One of the vines shrivels up. Oren? Oren? Oren. Oren? Oren. Like how my dad says orange. But anyway, it's funny to me that all of you guys are like, oh, I'm going to stay back here away from the dangerous plant. Because as Aaron, my automatic instinct as soon as the plant starts moving is, yeah! (laughs) So I'm going to use my axe and just start swinging wildly. Okay. That's a 10. Plus your strength. Plus your proficiency bonus. Uh, 14 and plus 2. So that's 16. So your strength modifier is plus 4? Yes. Okay. 16. Yeah, that's a hit. And roll your damage. Whatever your damage Again, is. Again, swinging for your wildly. Action. So as many. That's 10. That'll take care of one of those vines. You chop the top of that vine off. And that means it's the plant's oh. turn. So the plant vines are both going to try and attack uh, Eva, who's closest, or that's Auron. <laughs> yeah, bring it on! So this thing tries to hit. It has 7 plus 3, that's a 10, so the first one misses. And the second one misses, so you dodge out of the way of these two things. But the plant stalk raises up out of the ground on its roots. And starts walking toward you. Um, there goes my idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It uh, tries to entangle you in its roots, so roll a contest of strength. That's a nine. That'll still beat this in the thing, so you don't get entangled in the roots. And it's back around to Sam. I want to see if the roots look weaker than the vines do. Okay, roll a perception check then, I guess. No, investigation. Which I'm proficient in. Six. Okay, no, you don't notice any difference. I cast Firebolt at the roots. Okay, so roll your d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. Sixteen. That's going to be a miss. It is Stern's turn. Well, since my previous plan failed, charge one of the remaining vines and try to, you know... Hit it with the hammer. <laughs> okay. How many vines are left? Two. Two. Oh. Well, that's a big old fail. Yep. You start to run toward the plant to try and catch the vines and just kind of fall on your face. You um, yeah, you roll. Dwarves roll. Yeah. All right. Um, Kira, you're up. I'm assuming I'm still back, so I will aim for things. Okay. 16 plus yep. 4. 20. That'll do it. That's a hit. Six. There's one vine left. Uh, Orin, it's your turn. Yeah, still just swinging wildly, yelling, jumping up and down, shouting profanities. Probably not. (laughs) Roll your attack. That's a 14. That's enough to hit the vine, so roll your damage. Six? Six. Yeah, that's your final answer. (laughs) (laughs) The six and the nine look a lot alike. That takes out the last stock and the plant kind of, or the last... uh, my contribution has been valuable here. <laughs> the plant kind of <laughs> rears up, and it starts to try and make a charge toward you, Aaron. Still swinging wildly. Just keep that in mind. What's your AC again? 13. 13. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a hit. 10 damage. 
Okay. So, so you've got the stalk and the roots left. I bow. Um, <laughs> that was the plant's turn. It's it's your turn, Sam. All right. Well, I just get up and cast Firebolt at the roots again. <laughs> All right. That's uh plus six. That's a seventeen. Yep. Um, roll your damage. One d ten. Is that a cantrip, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Three. That's a ten. Oh, oh. boy. <laughs> So that that catches the roots on fire. The roots. The roots. The roots are on fire. <laughs> and the blind guy says, "Did something happen?" <laughs> what has he been doing this whole time? He was behind standing everyone, being blind, standing there and wondering what was happening. He's giving you um, moral support silently. So are we out of combat at this moment? Yeah, the plant is finished. Okay, I use Mage Hand and I tap the blind guy on the shoulder. Because <laughs> the plant is still here! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm hysterical. I just want, every, I want you to know that. I'm hysterical laughing. Alright. Okay. So that's it. The plant's dead. Do you want to do anything with the plant? Or... I take the stalky bit, but I leave the root. Okay. Okay. You've got you've got stocky bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going. All right, yeah, we should keep going. We probably don't want to be stuck out here after dark. Someone keep up with him. Where are we planning to get to before dark? The shrine. Remember? Oh, is that like it's like a day trip? Yes. Oh, I thought this was gonna take a while. I'm old. I'm not going far. Lady. Okay, that's why I thought it was such a big waste of time. But yeah, sure, you go on a day trip. <laughs> Hello, are you guys coming or not? <laughs> so, uh, you look on the map, you go down the road a little bit further, and this is where you get to a fork in the path, and there you can actually take either of these two directions, will both lead you to the shrine. One is a high road that stays up on the cliff where you are, and the other one goes down into the valley um, uh, below. So, you're leading the group, Kira, so go ahead and make a survival check for me. Which one looks less traveled? I'm sorry, go ahead. Twenty. A 20? Okay, so you you look down into the valley below, and even though there's treetops covering it, you realize that the smell wafting up from the valley is from the azure blossoms. That's a fancy way of saying blue flowers. (laughs) And they're in bloom. And you know with your survival check that if they're in bloom, there are going to be bees. Lots of bees, and really big bees down in the valley. How big are we talking? We're not going that way. Well, you don't even know about yeah, the bees. this is all happening in so, her head. Really, right now, only two Hey, what are you going see this way? Where? Why? Why that way? Kira, what do your elven eyes see? What would be your reasoning? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We're going this way. So you're going to take the high road? Um, You actually get to a point where the uh, old man, Freeman, says, Okay, this is longer than I thought. Uh, We must have taken the high road. That's fine, but I really need to rest. So can we have some napsies, he says. (laughs) Uh, I pick him up and carry him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I want to cradle him in my strong half-orc arms. I think you can do that. So you start walking. Um, Everybody roll a perception check. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) For Um, 
perception do you add? I'm apparently not aware. You add. Of what you add. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's a seventeen for me. Who are you people? All right, I'm gonna have to take an average. I have here, a fifteen. So. Uh, fifteen. Seventeen. What do you have? Uh, I've got a seven. Okay. Everyone except Mike, who fell asleep while walking, <laughs> hears a stick snap in the woods. You hear kind of a high-pitched voice go, Ah, crap, I hit the stick. Maybe they didn't hear it. I cast uh, a firebolt in the direction. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so you'll be at disadvantage Jeez. since you can't see, but go That's for fine. it. That's fine. Eleven. Nine. Yeah, oh, wait, hold on. So that's 15 and... Yeah, 15. Yeah, that's going to be a hit. Roll damage. Why are you firing off fireballs into the woods? You <laughs> 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 dist- definitely disturbed your nap. Yeah. <laughs> that's two. A two? Yeah, I, I didn't cast a big fireball. Just I a just little wanted one. to. I wanted to let him know who's boss. Okay, so you hear that little voice. Zippo. You hear that little voice in the woods again go like, Ouch, ouchies! Ah, that wasn't fair! I say, Let's roll initiative! Oh, I was just about to say, Come on out with your hands up and I won't hurt you anymore. It's the fourth wall demon, apparently. <laughs> uh, initiative. Initiative. It's plus your DX. Plus my DX. Your DX modifier. I ha- am at 11. 13. 17. Why do we have to fight this thing? I just want to say, hey, listen, let's not fight. You threw a fireball at it. I just wanted to tell it who was boss. It was sneaking up on us. I'm going to throw the old man over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes so my hands are free. Um, be careful. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a a little female goblin who is uh, in the woods with a short bow who's coming out and pulling back the uh, bow, but very slowly since their initiative was not so great. What does she look like? Uh, She's got big ears, like really big, almost rabbit ears and yellowish skin. How tall is she? Leather armor. Like, she could could pick you up and put you over her knee and spank you. I don't know if if that's good. (laughs) Is that Uh relevant? It depends how you feel about goblins. Can I roll to see see if I'm attracted to her? (laughs) What kind of role would that be? Nature. So no, it would be a per- it would be a perception check. Well, I got a three, so I she's wouldn't. beautiful with a three. Like she's, she, you think she's a gnome? Like <laughs> I went up and go, I whoa, hey sweet cheeks. <laughs> she has ears, okay. not cheeks. <laughs> she just says, "I'm still gonna shoot at you." <laughs> but it's Eva's turn, actually. Um. <laughs> I mean, like, do I do I have to hit her? She's so little. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Just kick her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna just run up, kick her, and run away. Um, hey, how about you just like calm down, and I won't hurt you. But I do have a very big axe. Okay, roll a. Uh, is that intimidation? That's like the, like the <laughs> most polite intimidation check ever. Roll an intimidation. Okay, yeah. than me. <laughs> But I do have a big axe. Okay, that is a three minus two. <laughs> <laughs> she feels emboldened. She says, you don't look so big to me. And she's going to take an opportunity attack. <laughs> oh, <Just no>. <laughs> <laughs> What's your AC again? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, okay, that's going to be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> she deals six damage. 
So uh, that's gonna put me at a negative one. Okay, so you you fall unconscious after your really polite intimidation check. So somebody. What about can, the old man? I guess he's over my shoulder, so I'm just gonna fall on top of him. <laughs> You're gonna kill him before he can go pray. He falls. Okay, so he falls down off of your shoulder, and he goes, "Where'd the world go?" And he just kind of is prone on the ground at this point. Okay, and it is Dern. Well, it's up to you. So how this works if she's unconscious, by the way, is anybody can try and stabilize her before her next turn by using medicine. If you succeed, she doesn't have to try death saving throws. What if I if die in our first game? <laughs> in the first eight minutes. <laughs> the uh, If you don't get stabilized, you have to make a death saving throw. If you fail three, that's three turns worth. That's you die. real death? Yeah. Okay. And then you have to re-roll. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try the intimidation on her to get her to drop her bow. Okay, it worked good last time. <laughs> twenty, not twenty. What? Plus charisma, plus proficiency, because I'm proficient in intimidation. Oh, sweet. And charisma plus one, so plus so twenty-three. Yeah. So play this out. Like, what what would your intimidation be? Put the bow down. When you say put, she literally throws the bow up <laughs> over her head, and her pants fall down. <laughs> I cast minor illusion on myself and make it look like I'm ripped. <laughs> okay, is there a thing you have to do for it's that? It's a cantrip. So she says, um, am I allowed to... I forgot her voice. Am I allowed to pull my pants up? No. <laughs> She's looking at you, Dern, because... I just don't touch the bull. Okay. <laughs> she pulls her pants up, puts her hands back up in the air, and they fall back down. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And reaches down, pulls the pants up, and holds them up. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm That's the sound of me dying. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was sneaking around and everything. Um, and I hurt. I hurt your friend. Um, oh. <laughs> I do not need to succeed on anything. Okay, you look totally ripped. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, that ripped guy saw me with my pants down. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, Don't worry, little lady. <laughs> Dude, John Wayne? Now. Does your spell also make you sound like John Wayne? <laughs> well, we're out, we are out of battle right now, so I can cast as many as I want. So I can cast another minor illusion to make me sound like John Wayne. She needs to take turns if she there. needs to take death saving turns. Oh! Well, I mean, actually, we're out of combat, so we can't. Like, we have to resolve her death, but she's not dying because we're not doing turns. So the goblin's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, uh, what, what, um, what, what, what? She basically can't say anything and is waiting for a command or whatever from Dern. Would you take care of this, please? <clears throat> Would you rather me take care of the goblin or heal the... Oh! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I think uh, you should heal your friend. She's really loud. I could, take, uh, uh, I could take care of the goblin. Oh God! Can I use and I slip over to bring her back out of the? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So you get six health back. I hold two I think gold that's coins from in front zero, of you. but I'm not sure. Is that? I think it's from zero. From should I say it's from zero? Yeah, yeah. bring yourself back up to six. I hold two. I. I I, sl- I slide two gold coins on top of each other. They're making a ching, ching, ching sound. Okay. You know you want to give her to me. 
And Please with that, stop! It's gross! Not time to do. Gross, gross, gross! Oh, gosh. You're, you're a wee little freak, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> Jesus. Just leave it. Hey, you tried to kill me! I mean, that's true, but you did throw a fireball at me. I did it, he did! I look around, like looking <laughs> behind me. Okay. <laughs> Roll a um, deception check. Okay. 19. Yeah, she's like, 19. She, I don't know why you rolled twice. Did you have to <laughs> roll twice for that? I thought I was at disadvantage because oh. it was real bad. Okay. <laughs> Sam just always assumes he's at disadvantage because everything he does is crazy. I gotta go. All right. Um, so she doesn't know it was you, but at that exact moment oh, when you rub those coins together and ask for her, the dimensional portals open back up and Nomi and Oren disappear. I'll be back for you, my love. No! And the goblin says, Who the hell are you guys? Thanks for listening to The Blind Leading the Blind Part 1. I wanted to take a second to tell you about a way that you could get some bonus content and help support our fledgling podcast at the same time. You can become a subscriber to Date Night Podcasts Behind the Screens. But don't worry, the entire regular story arc will always remain free and available without a subscription. You'll be able to follow along with the story and never miss a thing. But if you're jonesing for a little extra, you can become a premium member by visiting D8 Night Podcast. That's D8 N-I-G-H-T podcast dot podbean dot com and subscribe. Subscribers will get a few extra things, including at least one extra play session a month that will be at least 30 minutes long. These will be one-off dungeons, campaigns in places other than in the world of Volunaya, or things like character introductions. But in addition to that extra play session, you'll also get additional short pieces of behind-the-screens content like The Game Master's Guide. This is where you'll get insight from me about stat blocks, adventure creation, the unique world I've created, or how things were supposed to go before my players got in there and mixed them up. There'll also be sessions called Players' Perspectives, reflections on past episodes, character motivation, or predictions of what might be coming next from one of the Date Night players. There'll be a section called Off Book, which will have some of our leveling up from the main campaign or maybe character creation for the play sessions that we're using to create the bonus episodes. We'll also have a segment called Audio Proficient, where we'll have comments from our audio engineer about learning the process of audio engineering, her favorite outtakes, what got left on the cutting room floor, or other information from my wife, Amy. But in addition to the extra podcast content, You'll also be able to join a special behind-the-screens Facebook group, and I'll post there at least a couple times a month with enough information to give you what you need to incorporate some of the ideas from Date Night's campaign into your own play sessions. So those will be things like NPC stat blocks, the more drawn-out NPCs, character sheets, or loot tables, or a full description of some of the custom magic items that I created for the Date Night campaign. But more than any of those things, you will be supporting content that you love, or at least tolerate. 
We would love to be able to upgrade our audio equipment and pay our hosting fees so that we can keep bringing you date night for a long, long time. You can be a part of that by subscribing to our premium podcast at d8nightpodcast.podbean.com. That's the letter D, the number 8, N-I-G-H-T podcast.podbean.com. Or keep listening to all our regular episodes right here on Podbean or iTunes for free and share the show with all your friends. Either way, we appreciate all of your support as we launch this new podcast. If you subscribe now, you can listen to Game Master's Guide for Episode 1, and we will begin adding more behind-the-screens content in January. Our first month in particular will be a darn good month to subscribe. In January, you will be able to hear Dern's introduction. That was a one-on-one play session I did with just him to get a feel for his character. And you'll also get to hear the only character creation session that we recorded for Date Night, which was Mike's build of Dern the Paladin. So remember to become a premium subscriber. Visit our Podbean page at datenightpodcast.podbean.com.